proud members of the Dread Central Podcast Network. Wendell Griffin Graves grew up loving two things, trivia and horror movies. Wendell had one lifelong dream, to be a contestant on a national TV game show. Please welcome our next contestant, Wendell G, everybody! It says here you're a horror movie fan, so this first question should be easy. Which of the following horror movies does not feature a chainsaw? A, The Evil Dead. B, Pieces. C, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Or D, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Between the pressure of being on national television and the heat of the bright lights, Wendell choked. D, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So sorry, Wendell. Obviously, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre features a chainsaw. Wendell's televised humiliation drove him mad. After dropping off the grid, he's believed to be the quiz show killer, torturing his victims by making them answer horror trivia questions. If you have any information on his whereabouts, please contact your local authorities. Welcome, Welcome to, to Kim, Kim and Cat's Survive, Survive the, the Cellar. We're a horror trivia podcast. I'm the ghost of Kim Burns. And I'm the ghost of Ketrin Porter. Each episode, two contestants duke it out in a battle of wits and horror knowledge to try and escape from a serial killer's cellar. Unfortunately, we didn't escape when he captured us. Hence, we're ghosts. Yeah, and now we're just trapped here, doomed to ghost host this show for all eternity. So, Kim, would you be so kind as to introduce us to our first victims? Contestants, uh, I mean. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> our first contestant is Maddie Zaradich from Chicago. Maddie is the co-host of the Friday the 13th podcast. It says here, you saw a UFO with your mom when you were 12? Tell us everything. I did, yeah. Um, I was very young, just 12 years old. And with my mom, we were driving around, and I looked out the window and saw something flying above, and then she slammed the brakes. Because she saw the same thing. Stop. And she got, totally, and she got out of the, she'll tell, she'll tell you the story right now. Let's get her on the phone. <laughs> mom. Right? Thank you. Get her on here too. But she was excited. And she was like, let's go to the other side of town. We can see it from like, from, from the front. You like chased it around? Oh, yeah, yeah. This crazy, just like beautiful, opaque, like cylinder shaped thing in the what? sky. It was gigantic. We saw that together. <laughs> that is Amazing. Okay, Kat, who's our second contestant? I am so glad you asked, Ms. Burns. Our second contestant is Andrew Huff from Chicago, and Andrew is the co-host of, wait for it, Friday the 13th podcast. Uh-oh. Hey. Okay, it says here, Andrew, I understand you still, to this day, are afraid to play Bloody Mary? Yep. Um, I remember distinctly, first of all, where, how did I get here? But anyway, (laughs) um, um, when I was a a wee child in elementary school, there was a bunch of girls that did Bloody Mary in the girls bathroom and subsequently all screamed and ran out. And ever since I have been terrified of the witch within the mirror. (laughs) I mean, that's just sensible. No Ouija boards, no Bloody Mary. I'm with you. 
Why don't you guys tell us a little bit about your podcast, Friday the 13th? Yeah, so Friday the 13th is a uh, a, a podcast child that we birthed, and it is all about <laughs> horror, uh, but not just in the movies. It's about horror in real life, and we pair it with uh, movies that are similar to the horror that we talk about. So we use our platform to elevate things that people maybe would look at in the horror movie and think, oh, that's not real, and we say... Yes, it fucking is. Mm-hmm. So, everyone, you're probably as confused as Andrew is. Like, why am I in this cellar? How did I get here? Who are these two incredibly hilarious and overwhelmingly <laughs> sexy ghosts that are hosting this game? We don't have a lot of time to get into that, so here's the tea. All right, boys, you've been kidnapped by Wendell Griffin Graves, a.k.a. the quiz show killer. He's left to do God knows what, but he'll be back soon. So before he gets back, we're going to ask you three rounds of trivia questions about horror movies, TV shows, serial killers, or, you know, just general creepiness. Each round, you'll acquire survival items to help you escape. Pay attention to how your opponent plays the game, because at the end, you're going to have to decide if you want to team up with them or if you want to go it alone as you try to make a break for it from the cellar. Now, if you get stumped, each player gets to use the Ouija board once. Oh, God. Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> per game. We're praying for you, it's okay. <laughs> we'll protect you. The Ouija board allows you to get some help from one of us, aka your ghost hosts, and fingers crossed we know the answer. Now, as if playing for your lives wasn't enough motivation, today's winner will also receive a $100 Amazon gift card. What? what? Oh my God. <laughs> so either my life or Amazon, it's just like every day. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> And not only that, but the winner also gets a prize pack for the new Dread release, Sacrifice, featuring a Blu-ray and a whole box of goodies. Starring one Miss Barbara Crampton, if I'm correct. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Queen Barbara Crampton. And whoever makes it out of the cellar will be eligible to return for a season finale where players have a chance to win a thousand dollar prize. This is exciting. Also, I'm glad the quiz show killer left these prizes, too. I'm kind of hoping he comes back soon. I want to see him. Like, I'm single, remember, you know? (laughs) Shall we begin? Let's do it. Round number one is called Resting Witch Face. AKA questions about witches in TV and movies. Oh no, what's that? Did you get a booty call? Damn it, it's not a booty call, it's a news alert. Chaos at the Atwater Farmer's Market today as a man believed to be Wendell Griffin Graves. The prime suspect in the quiz show killings upended a table of locally grown organic produce and screamed as he fled the scene heading north. More on the story as it develops. Wendell is hangry. Real hangry and real close. That is right down the street. He's going to be hungry for us, I think. (laughs) Yeah, he is. He is. So let's get started. We're going to start with an easy one since you're new to the basement. What is the name of the spooky-ass goat in the 2015 film The Witch? We have two locked-in answers. Show us your answers. Nice. Andrew, what did you have? Black Phillip. God damn it. <gasps> Look at that. Maddie? I, you guys, I couldn't remember. I wrote down Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick the goat. No, unfortunately, so that sorry. was Patrick's day off that day. It was Black <laughs> Phillip. So it is now 
1-0 in favor of Andrew. Okay, question number two. What did Myrtle scream as she was burned at the stake in American Horror Story Coven? We're furiously writing. Oh, two answers. Okay, what do we have? Uh, Andrew. I think it was Balenciaga. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, sir. Maddie? Yeah, uh, mine is also a very little known <laughs> Italian designer. I wrote Vengeance. Um, so never mind. It's like Balenciaga, except not. I love wearing Vengeance. I wear it on my heart every day. Quiz Show Killer is going to eat me alive, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Score is now 2-0 favoring Andrew. Next question. And this will be delightfully fun. Wrap any two adjacent lines of the song Top That from the 1989 movie Teen Witch. Oh gosh. If you don't know, at least make an attempt because your opponent will automatically win the point if you don't write anything. So even if they get it wrong, you better wrap something. I'm very excited for this one. I'm just going to put that out there. Oh, are we both locked in? Love it. Okay. Let's change it up. Maddie, why don't you go first? Here's a rap from the, the song Top That. When witches be calling, you know I'm all balling, getting real witched. Your mama's a nice bitch. <laughs> that is utterly incorrect, but totally oh, delightful. Damn, I I right. And Andrew. <laughs> I didn't go that far. I just wrote spell much witch punch. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That is, unfortunately, though you won our hearts, you won zero points. <laughs> God, I really don't know rap. Supersonic, idiotic, disconnected, not respected. Who would ever really want to go and top that? Such a waste of pretty face, but hanging in your nose face. I wish that you would take a look and really stop that. Top that. Well, stop that. I don't really give up about trying to top that. Top that. Stop that. I wish you finally take a real look and really stop that. Wow. You know, I I think that Top That will probably be the new gay anthem as soon as the pandemic is over, quite frankly. So I'm I'm looking forward to, to that song in the club, you know? All right, question number four. In the 1987 film, The Witches of Eastwick, what does Felicia vomit up as she complains to her husband that Daryl, played by Jack Nicholson, is the devil? Ooh, two answers very quickly. Let's see. It was real fast. I feel like maybe people know it. Maddie, what do we have? Uh, I didn't know. I wrote blood. <laughs> sorry. So sorry. <laughs> that is incorrect. Andrew? Cherry pits. <gasps> yes. Nice work, sir. He he is never going to team up with me to get out of this basement. I know <laughs> <laughs> I want you to remember this is a good time to remind everyone that you are going to get survival items that may or may not be useful on your own rather than than working together. So you could get zero questions right and still win this game. Don't give him that hope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Last question of round one. Which cast member of the 1996 film The Craft actually bought the Hollywood occult shop Panpipe's Magical Marketplace after visiting it while researching her role? Are we both locked in? Okay, Andrew, what is your answer? I said Rochelle 
No, that is incorrect. Even if you were using the character name, Maddie, what did you have? I, I actually don't know this bit of trivia, but I guessed. I said Feruza Bulk. That is correct. All right. Yes. That's really fucking cool. As soon as I'm out of this basement, I'm going to go visit that store. If you get out. Shut up. That means it is the end of round one. This means you're going to get your first survival item. Okay. And the winner is Andrew. Three to one. <sighs> yeah. So you're going to use these items to devise an escape plan at the end of the game. So, Andrew, since you won the round, you can decide to keep the first item, which is a cob of corn or you can give it away to Maddie and be stuck with the second item. Mm -hmm. So if you keep the cob of corn, then Maddie will automatically get the second item. Are there kernels on the cob of corn? Yes. It is a fully intact cob of corn. Yes. I don't know if this is a trick or not. (laughs) Um, I will keep the cob of corn. Interesting choice. Okay, Andrew is keeping the cob of corn. I love it. The second item will go automatically to Maddie, and that is a samurai sword. Holy shit. Oh, man, you fucked up on that one, dude. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll Before see. Diddy. You don't know what I can do with a cob of corn. <laughs> Although, frankly, I am, I'm terrified of myself with a samurai sword, if I'm being honest. <laughs> he's, a little, he's a little klutzy, this one. Yeah. Oh, is that my phone? Yours. Mine? Oh, no. Mine? Mine? You're mine? Mirth. I think it's Who? mine. What? It's mine. Hello? Hello? Up oh, news alert. another news alert. We now go to Brenda Wilkes, who's on the scene. Brenda? Thank you, Joan. Eyewitnesses report that Wendell was triggered by a batch of organically grown corn. Wendell's medical records show he has a violent allergy to corn and breaks out into a painful rash if he so much as touches it. More on this story as it develops. Back to you. That really paints that cob of corn in a different light, doesn't it? Interesting. Good good thing I wore my corn syrup cologne today. (laughs) Yummy. Delightful. Okay, round two. The strong, silent type. Questions about killers who believe actions speak louder than words. Mm. Just a reminder, if you don't know the answer, you can always use your Ouija board lifeline and ask one of your ghost hosts to help. Okay, are we ready? Question number one. Ready. In which film in the Friday the 13th franchise does Jason acquire his signature hockey mask? We've got two answers. Let's see them. Uh, Andrew, what did you have? That would be part 3D. Oh, damn. That is correct. Maddie? I wrote wrote two. I was wrong. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, question two of round two. In a plot that is no longer considered canon for the franchise, Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers, revealed that Michael was cursed by an ancient druid cult that makes him kill. What is the name of this cult? Okay. Maddie, why don't you go first this time? What was your answer? Thorn. <gasps> ding, ding, ding. That's a point for Maddie. Yeah. Andrew, what was your answer? I also said the cult of Thorn. <gasps> nice. Ooh. Okay. Work. Andrew is still in the lead. Two to one. Okay. Question three. When and for how long does the creeper hunt in the Jeepers Creepers films? Oh, God. (laughs) I'd like to use my Ouija board. Oh! Okay. Well, that means you have called me to the scene. 
And I'm very sorry to tell you that I have no idea. So I'm going to say, okay, when and for how long does the creeper hunt in the Jeepers Creepers films? My planchette just keeps moving over the Ouija board. (laughs) Is there a question mark on this board? It's buffering. Hello? Hello? (laughs) Every third Friday of the month for 13 days. And just so you know, Maddie, you can listen to this ghost who clearly knows what she's talking about. I don't really like your tone. Or just, you know, try your own. It's up to you. You just just saying you're not you're not locked in to her definitely okay. correct answer. Gotcha. Okay, well, th- thank you, Ouija board ghost. Um, you're welcome. Question mark. I'm now locked locked in. Let's let's see what Maddie decided. I can't wait. Yeah. So I went with my ghost because I don't <laughs> want to get possessed after I get out of this basement. And so I said every third Friday for 13 hours. Look, I, I see your reasoning and I respect you for that, but you're definitely wrong. As is Kendra. <laughs> <sighs> Couldn't be wronger. Okay, Andrew. I for some reason 28 days came. To <laughs> So close. Are you referring to the Sandra Bullock movie? <laughs> the horror movie 28 Days with Sandra Bullock? Yes, where, where, she, where she has to get sober. Yeah. It's actually 23 days every oh. 23rd spring. 23rd spring. Damn. Damn. Wow. He's yeah. very specific. Okay. Question number four. Guys, we have to focus. There is a serial killer literally on the way right. to murder yeah, you both. <laughs> what nickname did the children give to Bagul, the fiction pagan deity slash villain in the 2012 film Sinister. All right, we're both locked in. Show us your answers. Great. Uh, Maddie, why don't you tell us your answer? It's a little known fact that the children called the ghoul something that rhymes. They called it Bejewel. <laughs> so that, that's what they did. Yes. That's adorable, uh, but incorrect. Yeah, I know. No. Yeah. Andrew? I just wrote Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, are you lonely? Buddy? Oh, buddy. Oh, wow. Oh, buddy. Oh, you're both so wrong. Yeah. I'm so yeah. sorry. The correct answer is Mr. Boogie. Mr. Boogie. Hmm. As in Boogie Man. I mean, now that you say that, that makes sense. I prefer Bejewel Buddy myself. But... I do. I like Bejewel Buddy <laughs> too. Bejewel Buddy. All right. Last question around two Leatherface. The killer in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a member of the Sawyer family. What does the name Sawyer mean? Let's see our answers. Andrew was writing a lot. Let's hear it. I just said that it stood for Sawyer Chainsaw. <laughs> I just, like, kind of close, but Sawyer Chainsaw? I mean, no. You know, you know what? No, I think I'm going to go with no, but a word is correct. <laughs> I wrote... That Sawyers are leather toolers? Also incorrect. Damn. They're not leather daddies. <laughs> it's one who uses uh, a saw. Oh, that's kind of close. I mean. It is pretty close. Saw your chainsaw. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely wow. not. Andrew, uh, I would just like so to sorry. I would just like you to know that this ghost host would have given you the point. Thank um, you. I guess my other ghost host is a stone cold bitch is what I'm hearing. Well, you know what, bitch? It's the end of the round anyway. And Andrew still won two to one. That's so. very true. <laughs> just as a reminder, Maddie has a samurai sword. Andrew has a cob of corn. By choice. <laughs> Here is... Okay, the next item for round two is a paperclip. So, Andrew, you can keep the paperclip or you can give it away and be stuck with the second item. If you keep the paperclip, 
your opponent, as a reminder, automatically gets the second item. I'm going to keep the paperclip. Keeping the paperclip. I love it. The round two second item that Andrew has decided to discard that will now go to Maddie is a book of matches. Okay, this hmm. I'm I'm actually excited about that. Oh, so that means Maddie has a samurai sword and matches, and Andrew has a cob of corn and a paper clip. Yes. Now I know how this looks, but I have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I, I cannot I wait. <laughs> oh, my phone, your phone, my, your phone, phone, my phone, and it's not a news alert. This is a neighborhood watch app alert. Authorities are advising residents to stay in their homes as they pursue murder suspect Wendell Griffin Graves through your neighborhood. Oh, God. He is believed to have taken a hostage. Oh, my gosh. She's bringing a hostage. Okay, guys. We, oh, we need to move quickly. Okay. Okay. Round number three. The executions will be televised. Oh, no. These are questions about death on television. Just a reminder for Andrew, I think you still have a Ouija board left. Because yeah. we all know how that worked out so well for Maddie. <laughs> yeah. Are either of you leaning one way or the other? Do you know if you're going to team up or leave the other one dead and gone? I mean, I know what I would do. Oh. You do, Andrew? How about you? I know what I would do. Oh, wow. We have two very sure contestants here. Let's see if it works out for them. The competition is getting stiff. I'm excited. I love it. Okay. Question one of round three. And guys, he is in the neighborhood. Oh, my God. In the 2018 series, The Haunting of Hill House, young Nell is haunted by the ghost she calls the Bent Neck Lady. Who is the Bent Neck Lady? Maddie is locked in. Andrew is locked in. Uh, Let's see. Andrew, what is your answer? Nell. Nell is correct. Uh, Maddie, did you also get it right? I did, but I wrote down her. We'll take it. Her. Her. We'll take it. Her. Nice job. Wow, we are tied one to one. Question number two. This is a multiple choice. Which of the following was not a cause of death in the 2009 TV series Harper's Island? A. Shot with arrows. B. Stung by scorpions. C. Burned alive. D. Stabbed with shears. Betty is ready. Andrew is ready. Let's see. Maddie, what did you have? I wrote B. Scorpions. Correct. Right. Andrew? You almost had me fooled, but I also wrote scorpions. Oh, shit. It's oh a tie God. game still. Two we're to two. It. I'm very excited that we're all tied up. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Is that him? <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh is, is that in this house? You guys, Wendell's is upstairs. I can hear his boots. Oh, my God. Okay, guys. We really need to pick up the pace here. Okay. okay. <sighs> Identify this sound. Surprise, motherfucker. What show is that and who says it? the show. Do we both have our answers locked in? Show us. Great. Okay, so Andrew, since you sounded so confident, why don't you go first? I said the chief of police from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, wow. (laughs) Classic horror The very popular horror TV show, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Love the show. Totally incorrect. And Maddie? The show is Dexter. (gasps) Yes. And the character, cannot think of his name. Maybe it was Donks or Docs or Dirks. I can't remember, but it's, he's the, um, um, his, he was, he's like the rival, um, you know, detective guy. He's an African-American man. He's super built. 
Yes, it is Sergeant Dokes, Dokes confronting Dexter, it. acting suspicious at a shipping container on the show Dexter. Wow. Surprise, Sydney. Plot twist! Oh, shit! What does this mean? What does it mean? Okay, it looks like Maddie has gotten three questions right in a fucking row. Yeah. And that means... You, if you would like, can switch out one of your items with one of Andrew's items. So Maddie, just to recap, you have a sword and matches. Andrew has a fully kerneled cob of corn and a paperclip. Are you going to stick with your items or are you going to swapsy-wapsy? Because I believe in my co-host... I'm going to keep what I have and let him keep his. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> Ow! Ooh. Ah! Oh, 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 <laughs> Question number four. In the Tales from the Crypt episode, Split Personality, Conman Vic, played by Joe Pesci, pretends to be twins so he can date and marry a pair of reclusive, wealthy twin sisters. What do the twins do when they discover his scam? I'm ready. Maddie's ready. <laughs> Andrew's ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very confident again. Let's see. <laughs> um, Andrew, what did you have? Do they stitch them together? I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that is the opposite of what they do. But equally terrifying. I wrote that they split him in half. Yes! yes! Four to two. They saw him in half from crotch to face and then snuggle in bed with the two halves. I mean, why not? It's beautiful. It's a it's love a, story. It's a, a love story of all time. Okay, question five, round three. I am hearing what can only be described as a body being scraped across wood planks on its way to the basement. So you guys may have a friend soon. And so might we. Exciting. Question five. On the series, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, who kills Tara and how, and also know, whoever gets it wrong will be personally offending me. Can I describe the character? Because I can't <laughs> think of his name. You you may describe the character, yes. Okay, Andrew, since you are woefully behind, why don't you give it the old college try and tell us what your answer is. He is the lead of the nerd squad, and he shoots her with a... Gun bullet. <laughs> Gun bullet. Ding, ding, ding. And Maddie, what did you have? I didn't want to offend my ghost host, and so I just put a question mark because I didn't know. Wow. Okay. Nice. That is incorrect, but you did avoid offending me. That's so good. nice work. Thank you. Uh, the answer is a stray bullet when Warren, which is the name you Warren. were looking for, was trying to kill Buffy. That's the end of our last round, and Maddie is the winner of this one. I can't believe it. Okay, the first item for round three is a sharpening stone, which is needed for the samurai sword to be mm. lethal. So, Maddie, you can keep the sharpening stone, or you can give it away and be stuck with whatever the second item is. Um, I'll keep the stone. Maddie's keeping the stone. I love it. And round three, second item is a piece of paper with instructions on how to pick the specific lock on the door with a, wait for it, paper clip. Oh, shit. So just as a reminder, Maddie now has a samurai sword, matches, and a sharpening stone for said samurai sword. Andrew has corn cob 
paperclip and the instructions on how to pick a lock with a paperclip. I'm feeling good about this. I'm feeling good. I am too. Okay. Well, Wendell's going to come down here any second. So before he does, you need to create a plan using all of your items to get out of this basement. And here's the important part. Your plan has to convince Kim and me that it would actually work. You can either decide to work together hand in hand, pooling your resources to try and escape, or you can choose to go it alone and try to beat him and get out all by yourself. But you have to make your decision in secret without consulting your other co-host. Okay, so look at your items. Do you have enough to make a plan to defeat Wendell on your own? Or do you need something the other player has? Did your said friend uh, screw you at every turn trying to leave you with crappy items? So this is where it gets interesting. (laughs) If you both choose, Maddie and Andrew, to go it alone, then you compete against each other, and Kim and I will decide who's got the better plan to hashtag stay alive. If you both choose to work together, then you'll team up to devise a plan to use all the items to try to survive. If your plan convinces us that it would work, you'll escape and you split the prize 50-50. Here's where it gets cray. If one of you chooses to work together and the other one chooses to be a dick and go it alone, whoever chose work together dies. Goodbye. And the go it alone player will have to come up with a plan to try to escape using only their own items. But you better convince us, or you might die too. If your escape plan works, you survive the cellar and keep all the prizes to yourself. So what's it going to be? You have to decide, work together or go it alone. Write down your answers <laughs> anonymously. I can't wait to see. I'm ready. Oh my god, they're both ready. They, they've already had wow. planned. That was fizzity fast. Okay, at the same time, say if you want to go it alone or work together. Work, work together. together. Yes. Oh! oh! That's it. Yeah, that's it. What a beautiful Hollywood ending. I love to see it. (laughs) Now let's kill this motherfucker. Wow. You just made our little ghost hearts cry. You really did. Okay, so. This is beautiful. Here's what you'll need to do. You need to use every single item in your plan and then tell us how you're going to get out. Okay. Andrew. So here's my here's. Do you want to hear my idea really quick? Yeah, sure. Okay, so we learned earlier in the news clip that he's allergic to corn. Yes. So why don't I shove the corn in his mouth while you're sharpening the samurai gotcha. sword? Gotcha. Then when he's uh, recovered from that, you you know slice him with the samurai sword. Yeah. I will run upstairs and unlock yes. the lock with the lockpick, and then we will use the matches to burn the instructions so that no one can ever get out of the cellar ever again. <laughs> okay. So I wow. Like, I have an idea. Yeah, I just want to add on to it a little bit. I'm kind of like the diversion. You need to get us out of here, right? So I'm going to light that fire, right? To keep him a little bit distracted. And you can shove the the cob, the cob in his mouth. Put the cob in his mouth. And then I'm going to use the stone that I've already used to sharpen my sword to hit him with it. And I'll keep him at bay with the sword. And as you're up there and the basement is burning, I'm screaming to you, Andrew, if you need to leave me, just leave me. Go. And then you pick the lock, and then that's how we can get out. I, I, you don't leave. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I mean, I think either either way is good. I think they kind of they kind of blend together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I think I'll memorize the lockpick instructions. Yeah. We can use said lockpick instructions to start your fire. It's like with kindling. The matches. Yeah. And then the plan from there 
put the corn in his mouth, he'll react allergically. And then you run. And then I'll run up, unlock the door. And well, I got a fucking sword. And you can distract him with your samurai yeah. skills that I know that you have. Yes. And you've already sharpened yeah. with the stone. Right. All you have to do is get one clean hit, and then run upstairs, we'll close and lock the door, and he'll yeah. burn to death. Yeah, I think that works perfectly. Because I think it's actually better if he burns to death than if we kill him with a sword. Because more agonizing. It's more yeah, and like he has not been a nice person. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, he, final he, final answer. He deserves I love it. it. Yeah, Miss Burns, do you have any thoughts? Wow, you know, when I became a ghost host, I thought my heart just became a cold, mm-hmm. dead black heart. But this this showing of just teamwork and love for each other is just is beautiful. It's beautiful. Truly beautiful. The only thing that you forgot about that plan is that Kim and I will be standing in the corner as ghosts with tears in our eyes. Cheering, oh, cheering you on, on our oh, little protege. When you successfully made it out of this fucking cellar. Lovely job. So congratulations to you both. Andrew, now we can go to the club and we can wrap top that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll be there in yes. spirit. So congratulations to you both. Thank you you made it out of the cellar. Alive. Which means you will split a $100 Amazon gift card yeah. as well as each get a prize pack for the new Dread release, Sacrifice, yeah. starring horror queen Barbara Crampton, now available on demand. Well, we hope you live a happy, happy life in your human bodies. We can't thank you enough for playing with us. Thank you, Ghost. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Sure. You can find Andrew and I as co-hosts of Friday the 13th Horror Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on the internet, social media, land of universe, whatever. Um, search for us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter on at Frygay13. That's F-R-I-G-A-Y-1-3. Visit our website at Frygay13.com. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. Come find we us. Love it. We love, love it. you. We love your podcast. It's Their incredible. Show is amazing. Check thank them you. out. Go find them. We love you guys too. Oh, thank you. This has been Kim and Kat Survive the Cellar. Follow us at KKSTC Podcast on all the things. And be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. And you can check out our other podcast, Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. Where we take turns seeing if we can survive horror movies we've never seen. New episodes every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you guys so much. You've been corn-tastic. We love you. (laughs) So until next time, stay alive! That was so much fun.